Coming to you from the Outer Belt Studio, it's Tuesday night. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Outer Belt Podcast. I'm your co-host Patrick and you all know my other co-host, Mr. Chili. Hey, hey, what's going on everybody? And of course, last but not least, we have... The one, the only, Jerome Barrow over there on the walkie-talkie. Hey, everybody. <laughs> well, we are back for season two. We had a nice little break. Hey, Patrick? Yeah, what? Uh, uh, I hate to do this. I know how you hate to be corrected, but weren't we going to do something a little different here for season two? Like a whole new set? I completely forgot. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, well, let's uh, work on that. We'll be right back. Right back. Right back. Right back. And action. Well, this is better. Oh, yeah, much better. Oh, um, much better. Much better, yeah. Why didn't we do this to begin with? I, you know, it's a good question. We should have, I don't know. We didn't have that idea. I kind of did, but like in Just a not at all kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a great idea, though. I think it's so much more comfortable. So we much. got extra people here with us. Look today. at all the space. Look at all the space. It's, it's more inviting. It it's is so more much inviting. more. It yes. brings them into our home. Our home? Our home. Our home. Yes. Our home. Oh, okay. The yeah, our home. The Heifel family home. home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I dig it. I We got to put like a plant here or something. I don't something. know. We'll figure yeah, it out. We'll figure that out. A ficus tree. A ficus tree. You know, yeah. one that comes like here. Right. Like exactly. blocks our faces. Blocks our faces. They'll be much prettier than us anyway. That's very true. Very true. Well, yeah. we got space for guests. We do have space for guests. We have microphones for guests, but we're working on that. We're working on that. We'll get there. Yeah. We don't have guests yet either. Well, so we could. We could, yeah. Where's he at over there? Where's he at? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you talking to me? Don't have enough microphones. No, it's okay. Anyways, well, welcome home. <clears throat> this is our new studio. We've got, as you see, uh, we went for more of a lounge theme. Yeah. People seem to like it so much at Expo, and we were like, you know what? We're just missing something. We are. And you know what that was? That was Melissa and Eric. It was Melissa and Eric. Buttermilk. But now they're here. And Eric are now in the building. Hi, Buttermilk. Hi, Eric. Hello. Thank you for having us. Oh, having us? What do you mean? You're part of the cast You're now. You're here now. You're permanent. You're uh, stuck. Stuck you like are. glue. Nice. How do you feel about well, that, Eric? At least she's attractive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. The ficus tree won't be blocking the view of Melissa. That's okay, I see that. Yeah. I see that. I see that. So we just... Yeah, I'm going to leave it alone. Um... <laughs> So we're back. So we're back. We're back for season two. Y'all wanted more of us. We kept hearing people say over and over and over again, when are they going to get started back again? When are they yeah. going to do more shows? When are we going to see this again? And it was like, all right, we're doing it. We're back. We had a nice long break. It was a great break. I had so much. I had so much. So it was much. a lot. It was a lot. It, it was a lot. It was a break. It was a break. It was no a doubt. break. Uh, no what else happened since then? Actually, you know, it's kind of funny. I've been out of town for... Ever. 14 days or so now. Oh, is that and it? something like that. And um, we haven't even been able to catch up. We haven't. I, uh, I I talked to you on the phone for a little bit, but I haven't even really chatted with you at all. And uh, events. I, I, so if you're listening on the podcast, I've, I've talked with Jerry a little bit on the phone, but I have not been able to catch up with uh, Mel or Vince um, or even Eric for that matter. And um, <laughs> so it's nice to actually see you all again. What's been going on? It's been a hot moment. It's just been busy. Been busy with life and trucks and life and more trucks and Yeah. It's been it's been a busy, busy 
month of January. It really has. Yeah, I saw one person, uh, our good friends are Millennials and Trucking. She posted January was a long year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I yeah, know. Very long year. Oh, we had that whole polar apocalypse that happened. We did. And, um, you know, we had the whole High Field at Sea thing. We had Christmas. We had Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. New Year's. Yes. Um, it's just been we had crazy. King, we had King Day. What? We had King Day. Yeah. Martin Luther King Day? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep, that was in there, too. Never heard it called King Day. Well, it's, you know, short um, vernacular. What's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. Shorthand. Shorthand. Oh, shorthand? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Oh. Cool, cool, cool. I thought it was MLK Day. I thought that was a shorthand. King Day. King Day, all right. Yeah. <laughs> King Day it is. King Day. I'm not going to correct you. I'm just going to roll with it. Um, <laughs> what do we do? We got we bought four tractors. Four yeah. <laughs> uh, we added four tractors to the fleet. Uh, those were, uh, what were those configurations again? Vince? We had the two ARI, uh, Cascadia's, uh, that went out, um, fallish. And then we just put out two Cascadia, uh, bolt Cascadia sleepers. Yeah. Um, one, the last one today, one last week and one today. I saw that. I was supposed to be here earlier this week to, uh, pick that truck up brand new and, and, and work with you to get it prepped and everything, and had to be in Georgia, unfortunately, and wasn't able to make it. But um, you got it handled. It sounded like uh, you're, in hand, you're in good hands with Vince. I know. Yeah, I, I, we took care of it. That's the saying, isn't it? You're in good hands with Vince. That's, yeah, yeah that's I've heard that one. National TV ad. It is. Yeah. Yeah. With all Vince, right? All Vince. <laughs> all Vince all the time. Oh, it's the chili show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, it's been busy. You know, the beautiful tractors got them up and running, ready to go. You know, a couple of little hiccups here and there, but it's any new customs truck. You're gonna have a couple of hiccups. But uh, like I said the last, the last one, the most recent one, went out today. Yes, picked it up on Monday. It went out today, and um, so far they're happy. Very cool. And looking forward to some big things with the tractor. I saw some pictures. I saw two pictures uh, posted on Facebook over the past couple of days. One of the tractors are at FedEx and one of them are at Panther, and that's some long rigs. That they, is they a really lot are. of truck. Yeah, it's a lot of trucking for it's, a trailer. Uh, I mean, that sleepers, th- both of them are beautiful, no matter which one you get. Um, but even even Bolt is blown out of the park. I mean, everybody knows ARI and their their high end luxury. Uh, these Bolt ones, oh, they're beautiful. Oh, they are just they're beautiful. They're killing it. Yeah. They they're so nice, and um, it's just been impressive to see what they've done. And then. Um, our, our guys over at DLW have done these custom fab work for us on the back to make uh, things like load bars and stuff a lot easier. And it's just been uh, – I've been really proud of how these things have come out. They're, yeah, they're really, too. really slick. But, man, me it's too. a lot of truck. Um, but it's the cost of uh, living in a small apartment while going down the road, it right? It is. That's what you're doing. That's truly what you're doing, yeah. living in a small apartment. Oh, I went with Vince this week and uh, drove him over to get that tractor. And uh, it is. It's a really pretty tractor. Yeah. You know, the the features of it, and I like the Cascadia kind of build, but that's me. But it is, it's really nice, you know, it, and it is very much a, a mini apartment on wheels. So um, I don't know that I personally would want to be responsible for all of that length, but <laughs> I only have a Class B, so I don't have to worry about there you it. Go. But definitely, they're pretty trucks. I like that you're talking about the Cascadia. You think that looks particularly good, and it does, I think, but... My heart just beats a little faster when I see that Western Star. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that Western Star is gorgeous. But it's it funny. Really I, I, we've talked to some people who have been like, we want the Cascadia. Like, we've driven to Cascadia. We understand how Cascadias are. 
we'd rather have that. And then other people are like, oh, I love the uh, Western Star with those smokestacks and everything. Yeah. It just looks beefy. And it's it's funny to see, like, you know, two trucks that have two totally different, like, mentalities behind what person wants which one. And it's cool to have both in the fleet that people can kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they're available, when they can sure. actually do it right now. Our, our tractor sure. fleet's full. Um, but it's um, it's been a very cool process over the past uh, year, really putting yeah, the tractor program together. Right. And, right. Um, I look forward to seeing where this thing goes over the next year or two. It's um, funny. When we went to um, the dealership on Monday to pick that truck up with Melissa, usually I use you when you're there to distract our guy over there and talk to him while I do my inspection. Yes. Monday, it was perfect. It had Melissa talking to him, yes. distract him, let me do my thing, and we were good to go. That is so funny. I've noticed, too, when we've gone over there to pick up trucks, like, we'll just start, you know, catching up, and, you know, we both talk about the good things. We talk about how much we hate our jobs, how much we love our jobs. Not kidding, kidding about that, but <laughs> we do talk about just, like, you know, shooting the breeze, sure, right? Yeah. Just just chatting exactly. about whatever. Exactly. And uh, sometimes it's important. Sometimes it's about another truck or, or, or another deal or something. And the whole time we're having conversation, sleeper, you're just snaking around us. Yeah, we're just Doing gently moving thing. here and gently moving oh, there. That's funny. And I do the same thing. He's yeah. taking uh, plastic off the microwave and pulling trays out and firing the generator up, turning it off. And um, on one truck, I know the generator didn't come on, and he was like kind of stumped by it. So me and the salesperson just casually walk outside and pull the lid of the generator off. And but like you're just. You're just doing just it. Doing my You've thing. I got a job awesome. To um, and that one ended up being it just needed to be primed. Not a big deal. Easy peasy. But uh, it's it, it's really fun to watch. Like you're like, all right, y'all are y'all over there. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone and just methodically yep. going through that sleeper. I had one the other day. I showed up. I was I was at the dealership for a totally different reason. And the the dealer told me he's like, hey, your next truck's here. Do you want to come look at it? It's actually the tractor went out right. today. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. And I knew you were not far behind me. You were going to be there. So I'm like, sure, let's go check it out. And then we pulled it over to service. Um, there was a part. This is an obscure one. This rarely happens. But there was actually a part for another one of my trucks in that truck. So in other words, the sleeper manufacturer had to get send me some parts. So rather than mail them down, they knew they were having a truck being shipped down there. They just threw them in the, in the sleeper. Uh -huh. And then we pulled those parts out and gave them to service. Um, and I didn't want anybody to scuff up the brand new truck. So me and the salesperson delicately took everything out. So we didn't scratch any vinyl or tear up any floors or anything. And, uh, then he's like, all right, what do you want to look at? And I was like, oh no, Vince always does this part. What do we look at on these trucks again? What do we, I start like pushing the buttons on the cabinets and I'm like, I know I've seen him do that. Um, turn the generator on. I don't know. I've seen him do that. Uh, but there was like cardboard in front of the fridge and I'm like, I don't remember there being cardboard in front of the fridge. What does he do when there's cardboard in front of the fridge? It was just, uh, I had a little panic moment, and then he showed up and walked in, and I was like, "Woo, yeah. I'm off the hook. Well, and that one had <laughs> just been delivered to the dealership from the from Just Walt. been delivered. So it hadn't, they hadn't done anything of their, their no. pre-sales inspection or anything at all. So no. The outside um, was filthy. I mean, yeah. it was like, you know, the, the salt debris and all the stuff they put on the yeah. road was all over it. And so that was, I, I gave him a little, like, you could have had it clean for us. Right. He's but like, it, it just got here. Anyways. <laughs> that sounds just like him, too. <laughs> at, at, at least if we can get into it early, we can find any faults in it. Yeah. If it has to go back or for more repairs, we can get taken, taken care of right away, as opposed to that last minute Absolutely. where I'm picking the truck up Monday and delivering it on Thursday. There's not a whole lot of wiggle room there to get stuff taken care of. There's so. really not, but I'll tell you this. I don't know if you've noticed it. 
Those tractors are so much easier. Oh yeah, they really ready. are. They truly are. <laughs> I don't have to load load bars. Well, I got to put six load bars in. Yeah, them, but, but I'm not carrying them to the back and putting them up high. Yes, I got to worry about a pallet jack or furniture dolly or two wheel dolly. Yeah, or, none of that. Yes, none it's of that. just it's so much easier. So much easier. So much easier. <laughs> There's no reefer. There's no lift gates. No, There's no gates. box that. No telling which, what's wrong with the box. Which makes the walk around that much faster. It's yes. Because I'm not getting in the box and showing them the lift gate and how it works. It's like, oh, if there's tires, you've seen tires before, right? Yeah. And it's easier with the tractor teams too, because they come on board with experience. So I still go over That's those correct. things, but they understand them better. They 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 they're used to it. Yeah. They're used to a fifth wheel and all that stuff. Uh, inside is a different story because they may not, may not have run an APU at all in their career. Yes. Uh, or if they have, they may have run it the same way we run it. So there's some, some learning going on there, but it's so much easier with orientation to walk them Absolutely. around the truck. Yeah, so and, much and, less. and if you're coming out of a factory sleeper, like you get into one of our custom sleeper straight trucks, it's like, oh, cool, we have a sink. That's yeah. neat. Right. You come into the, one of these tractors, it's like, I have a sink and a toilet yeah. and a shower. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work? Yeah. So right. it is it is some extra levels, whereas like within our straight trucks, you come in, you get into a straight truck, you got a sink, hot and cold running water, and we show you how to do that. And after you've been driving for a while, you've proved yourself. You've made the income. You you we, you you know you you've proved that you can handle a more expensive truck. Then you step into a bathroom truck, a bathroom sleeper, uh, when one comes available. And so you're only having to learn a little bit more because it's it's just a small step sure. up. Sure. Right. Whereas going from a factory sleeper tractor to a 150 inch sleeper custom truck with all the accoutrement, it's a oh yeah giant. There's leap. a lot more to learn. Yeah, a lot more to learn. Um, so. but it's uh it is cool, like you said. Uh, for those of you who don't. Maybe this is your first episode. You don't know a lot about uh, what we do on the straight truck side. So we run straight trucks and tractors. We're very large straight truck fleet, uh, but we are growing our tractor fleet. Um, on the straight truck side, we do not require experience. We'll take a brand new team, come in. We'll we'll teach you everything you need to know, get you going. Um, it's, a, it's a really wonderful program we have um, with mentors and all this stuff um, and some, some great people that help uh, lead you on. On the tractor side, though, the carriers require us to have two years of experience. So um, if you want to drive a tractor, you do have to cut your teeth somewhere else, and then you can come over and get in one of these big bunk nice trucks. So it, that's why we say, you know, the tractor drivers with experience because uh, the motor carriers kind of require it. So Sure. Um, I definitely think they need it, though, with all that. All that. Yes. All that truck. All that truck. Yeah. I, I would want some experience, at least for myself. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I could, uh, I th- you know, my ego says I could do it, but I've never tried. Right. So I don't know what that feels like to have a hundred feet behind. You. Well, not not behind you, but you would be fifty three, sixty three, so eighty foot behind you, something like that. Right. Right. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. It's, a lot. it's a lot. I mean, going straight down the road, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. Turning it, different animal. Backing into Backing a dock, a different animal. Yeah. All I can think about is. Like when I was out there on the road in the straight truck, stopping at some of these truck stops with very, very tight spots. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time we were actually waiting for a standard sleeper truck to park and he just could not get it in this oh, yeah. spot. Yeah. It was like two o'clock in the morning and he finally gave up and I whipped it right in there and I parked in like two seconds. Like yeah. I was just like, so yeah, I could never imagine yeah. Driving something the, that big. But there I were think, times early in my career driving a tractor trailer where I just couldn't find straight. 
you know, I, I'd get, get where I thought I was lined up and backing in, and I, I just couldn't find straight to get on the dock straight. Yeah. Or there were times when I was trying to get into a spot at 2 in the morning, and I, I just I, I gave up because I just couldn't do it. But the, the frustrating thing, the same thing in a straight truck in, in, in this aspect is when you're done with your shift and you're tired, mm-hmm. you just want to park and be done. Yeah, absolutely. In a straight truck, it's easier, I think, in a straight truck to, to, to make that maneuver and make it happen. Yeah, it's still you start to make make your brain function and and think about what you do. You can't just quit. In a tractor, there's a little more thought process when you're setting up and how you're doing it. And yeah, early on in my career, I yeah, I, I can't get this. I'm done. I'm going to find somewhere else to park. That's easier. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Happens. Well, and I think that's that whole experience factor. I mean, at some point, it you, is. You learn where the back of your truck is. You learn where right. the back of your trailer you is, do. and you you you're able you to pull that off a lot easier. And then again, that comes with the nice thing about having teams with a couple of years of experience. Right. That's it is. From a track, from a driving perspective, from a tractor to a custom sleeper tractor, it is just another step up. Now, sure. the accoutrements are a totally different animal, but just the actual driving a truck with a standard sleeper to another one is just a longer wheelbase. It's it is not a whole lot of other change that goes along with it. You, you will have to kind of learn, teach yourself, uh, but after a little while, you get used to it. Well, I had a team last week ask me if I had any tips and tricks on driving it, driving one of the big tractors. Yeah, and I said, I'm going to tell you what to tell all the Brand new green drivers that come to drive our straight trucks. Take your time. Yeah, absolutely. Don't let anybody rush you. Take your time. Be patient. You're going to have to learn. It's a different pivot point mm-hmm. on the longer tractors. So when, when you're backing, when you're making turns, it's going to be a wider turn. Yeah. You know, to, to clear that curve or whatever obstacles there. So I said, just take your time. I said, you've done this enough. They had 25 years experience between the two of them. I said, just, just take your time. Do what you know how to do and just take your time. Absolutely. And I, I understand that it's a little intimidating, but so was driving a truck originally when you first started. Oh, it sure. was intimidating. Oh, yeah. You know, the first oh, time yeah. I ever drove uh, a 40-foot RV, it was intimidating. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that at first is intimidating, but after a while you catch on to it. And it's I've heard some people go like, ah, it's too big. I just don't ever see anybody being able to successfully pull that off. And I'm like, there's thousands of these thousands. things running across yeah. the nation. If it was impossible, that wouldn't be happening. Right. Right. I, I did I tell you I was on an episode of uh, Expedite Chicks. Were you? I was. They have I, not called us yet to be on on Expedite Chicks. I'm not sure why. I don't think they like us. I don't think that's it. How often are you in Georgia? Maybe that's it. I know they had Caleb been in or on once over the phone at least. Really? Yeah. They did. Yes. Hmm. They don't. <laughs> so there, there you go. There you go. They don't like us or I, me. Maybe. I haven't been about it either. They don't like you either. That's it. that's just it. They're going to put it out there. If they haven't invited us on their show, they don't like us. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you you were happy, you were so, lucky enough to be on it. So on they so now, now I feel arrogant. Uh, no, they were. Um, <laughs> yes, they graciously invited me. They were like, please, please, please. We've been dying to have you on. Um, and so I got a chance to go out there and we talked a little bit about Highfield and 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 how that. Um, how our fleet is and everything. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, Jerry, you've had the opportunity to start editing that video. What was the comment you made to me about it? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry does a lot of editing for Expedite Chicks. It's a little side hustle of his. Um, and <laughs> and uh, he uh, he um, earlier today he was editing the video and he said that as soon as he got on my video. He was like, "Oh my gosh, it's like it's like editing an outer belt video." <laughs> he said there were like so many starts and stops, and uh, at one point Eric cued us in on take one 
fifty. One fifty. One fifty. <laughs> just all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and uh, I it was a lot of fun. It was nerve wracking because they don't like. We do a production, right? Like we sit down, right. we do like mic checks, we do camera angles. We got four cameras on us now. Studio lighting, like this is this is a production. They set a ring light up in about twelve seconds, <laughs> and she pops an iPhone in there. They sit down. They're like, "Chicks here," and I'm like, "Oh, oh okay, no, no uh, here we go. <laughs> We're on." Um, and it was planned. I mean, it wasn't like I didn't know it was going to happen. I just didn't know it would be that fast. Right. You thought you had time to prep. Still. I thought I had time to prep and right. think. And it was bright and early. They just woke me up. It, you know, it was lunchtime. And they, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think and you know, downing five hour energy, trying yeah. to like get my brain going again. And uh, it, it, I think it ended up being all right. We'll, we'll find out. Jerry's got, I think, 30 minutes of content to get down to five minutes. But, um, you know, hey, that's. I've already started cutting out a lot, so I, I think I think we uh, we're going to be all right. Yeah, and that video I don't know when it's coming out, but it will be out on the Expedite Checks. So check them out. Absolutely, check them out. They do some great work. I, I love it. They keep it nice and tight. It is not like us. They do not blabber on for seventeen hours. They yeah. actually do. Um, they do get in there, get you the information you need, make a couple jokes, and get out. It, it's very digestible. I got some news today before we started five hours ago. Oh no! Yeah, well, five hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got some news that there's a new Luke Shire X-Ray Adventures video uh, released. You know the Luke Shires? I do know the Luke Shires. Oh, really? I do, yeah. Uh, so they had a new video released um, be- right before this episode started being recorded, so a couple of days ago now that you're watching this. But yeah, new Luke Shire X-Ray Adventures video as well. So, so if you go online right now right on YouTube, moment, you will see it. You will see it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. So it's been a while for them, too. It has been a while. Yeah. A while. yeah. yeah. I blame Melissa. I blame buttermilk. Leave Melissa out of this. All right, we'll leave Melissa out. It's buttermilk's fault. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was that was a lot of fun. I, I do think I recorded the last one by myself. You did. Back for Expo. And you did an amazing job with it too. You did. Amazing. Uh, you don't need me in those videos. I might just start flying solo. You should. Maybe just Annie and I. Just you and Annie. There you go. Yep, she's she's a Luke Shire. Melissa and her little dog too. I have to say something. <laughs> Buttermilk of the dog. I love it. So when I started editing the Luke Shire video. Also a side hustle. Also a side hustle, yes. <laughs> I, I get a complete kick out of editing these videos because I never know what I'm going to find, especially when it comes to Patrick Lee. <laughs> Sorry. But when I started editing their video, I literally LOL'd out loud because Vince is like, my butt's going to be in front of the camera. And he literally <laughs> crawls in front of the camera and then shakes his butt in front of the camera before he turns around and sits down. And I was literally yeah. laughing out loud. The it's silly funny. stuff we do before we start recording. Uh, well, you you know, I, I, don't, I don't have a camera crew like we have here. Yes. When we do Luke Shire videos, it's just the two of us. Like I get the camera set up and make sure it's in frame properly and then go around there so I can see what's going on. So that's what it was. It's, I got to hit record and get extra, so you're welcome. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> we have a good time when we do Luke Shire videos. We Lots should do it more often. It's a lot of fun. And you also you got to do a little silliness to get get the nerves out, right? Yeah, like, exactly. It yeah. just helps. I don't have nerves. So you know what we should do? We should invite Eric and Patrick on Luke Shire Strange Adventures. Sure. And we haven't done that yet. Yeah. He probably thinks we don't like him. I'm down. One can only assume. Make dinner. Maybe play a board game. Ooh. Yeah, on camera. That'd be fun. Do a video. Yeah. We'll do the first hour long one. We'll play uh 
operation. <laughs> uh, Monopoly. That, I, didn't, I didn't say 12 hour long. I said oh, one hour, hour long. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Get our time reeled back in there. Oh. So, how are the chicks doing? They're fine. Good to know. Eric, how are the chicks doing? <laughs> <laughs> They're kicking it. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, you know how I uh, had on the last season a plane of the week? Yeah, I didn't notice it. I thought we put a plane right here on, on display here today. I thought we would too. Because what, you know, like, that's a lazy Susan. It is turns. a lazy Susan, yeah. As long as you pick it up and it twist turns. it, <laughs> it turns. Uh, <laughs> it's a two man job. It's, it, yes. Two, two person job. Two person job. Me. Four yeah. persons better. Yeah, four person. One but, person each side, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, we are going to discontinue, or not, maybe, I don't know about discontinue. We're at least going to pause. Okay. Pause the plane of the week. Suspend. Ooh, I like that word better. We're going to suspend the plane of the, we're going to discontinue. No, because that's. I thought we weren't discontinuing. No, we're going to suspend. The planes are on hiatus. The planes Actually, what's are flying. Is the FAA is shut down. The FAA down is grounded. Because the next plane was going to be a 737 they, yes. Max 9. So. Max, Max, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. missing bolts. It's, it, it, it's, yeah, it was missing bolts. It's missing bolts. It's like my it's, Lego set, missing parts. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, the the, the bolt tightener didn't show up that right, day. Right, it didn't. <laughs> he was out sick. He's out sick. Well, you know, no one died, so we can laugh about it. No. But um, the first tears <laughs> of season two. <laughs> <laughs> that that was insane. The number of people who, uh, the number of planes they found with bolts missing. Yeah, or not missing, loose. They're loose. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I didn't know what the fallout was. Apparently, from the, that. apparently the torque wrench wasn't calibrated. Yeah, it was set to nothing. Yeah. Oh. It was set to free spin. <laughs> <laughs> it was set to reverse, you know, like you didn't switch the thing over, yeah. and it's just like, ooh, it's just exactly. working. That's funny. Um, yep. You know, well, some things are hand tight. You don't want to overstress the airframe. No, you don't. So, um, so no more temporarily, possibly, it's on hiatus. Suspended. Plane of the week. We'll see. Okay. Plane of the weeks. Instead, I have decided that uh, there's no delicate way of putting this, but I've put on some extra tonnage. Kind of like a seven thirty seven. No, my bolts are tightly secured. Okay, gotcha. And uh, there's a few screws loose, but the bolts are <laughs> the bolt, all, yeah, all exactly, solid. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Don't ask about the marbles; they're gone. <laughs> um, like I said, I've, I've added some tonnage, and I am not doing a great job of taking it off. I thought it would be interesting if I shared my weight loss journey with everybody here on the outer belt. Um, if y'all would allow me. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're getting some accountability, though. Yeah, and I think I need uh, two things. One, I need that. Sure. Right? Like, it is, for those of you who tried to lose weight without accountability, it's very, very difficult. Right. Because yeah. that, you know, you just find yourself in situations where, like, double tree cookies are being made, and it smells the whole house up, right. and it smells delicious, and you end up eating them. Yeah. And, and you have a husband that likes to bake. Or that. Oh. Or a wife that likes to cook. Yeah. Or an Uber that likes to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. Anyways, um, so I thought, you know, accountability, being able to share with y'all on my uh, struggles and successes and stuff, 
would would certainly benefit me. Sure. But also, how many people have you talked to in our trucks that are on some form of a weight loss or trying to do something to lose weight or would like to lose weight but don't know how? I have a a, a, a diet plan that I use. It's a program that I could share with that I could share with everybody what I'm doing. I'm not endorsing it and saying this is what you should do. I'm simply saying this is what I'm doing. And as a truck driver, I lost a lot of weight on it. And I've got a lot of friends who are truck drivers who have lost a lot of weight in this program as well. It's not the cheapest thing in the world, but um, it is effective. It does actually work. I know we've we've seen the proof. This would be a good chance for me to introduce that to y'all. We can talk about weight loss. Uh, I'd love to hear other people saying, you know, here's what I'm doing or here's what you're doing, that kind of thing. Right. Um, And so uh, if if y'all would let me, I would like to do... That I would like to share uh, the the ups and downs of my week. I would like to share a weekly weigh-in. I will share real numbers. Um, no shame. And no. Uh, also, I would like to highlight um, a little bit about my program each week. That sounds fabulous. Does that work for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's an awesome idea. Great idea. All right. Well, do we want to get started? Let's do it. All right. Guess my weight. Ready to go around the room. Guess your weight. Let's All go right. around the room. We'll start with uh, buttermilk, and we'll work our way around to Eric. 278. I love you. Vince? 305. Jerome? 292. Eric? 289. That's a good engine. 289 engine. Yeah. That's a good engine. It is a good engine. So, uh, so uh, my weekly weigh-in is actually going to take place in the morning before we film the podcast. Okay. I, um, I believe firmly that if you want accurate uh, weights as best as you can get, weighing in the morning first thing when you wake up is the truest, most accurate you're going to get. Sure. Because throughout the day, you're going to eat, you're going to drink. Right. Um, and it's going to fluctuate your weight. You Typically, when you've been uh, sleeping, you've been at least... Not moving and not eating for eight hours, and so that's your truest form. So I will not be weighing on the show because we record. In the we evening. record in the evening, if y'all didn't know. So uh, my weight as of this morning was two hundred ninety-five point four pounds. What was your guess, Jerry? Two ninety-two. So Jerry, Jerry wins. wins Price is right. Rolls. Over, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. when are you going to start looking for the new job? <laughs> I, I already started my resume updating here, so three hundred five pounds. Out. I mean, I guess ten well, pounds you, really doesn't. You had made much, difference. You, you made reference before to being three hundred pounds, so that's why I was taking putting my guess was somewhere in there. I think so. This usually happens to me when I can see three hundred pounds. It scares me enough. Yeah, I've not crossed the threshold, but you know, everybody likes to get right up to the edge of the right, Grand Canyon. Exactly. Look over. Look over. And go like, well, that's not, that's not good that's for not me. That's not good, yeah. Let's start working our way back. Yeah. So that's what it is, um, and we're going to see how it goes. Now, I will refer to my dietitian, Jerome Barrow, on this one. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's learned and lost more, lost more information about weight loss than I will ever know. Um, for the first couple of weeks, we should expect that number to drop pretty quick, right? Yes. And then after that, it's going to stabilize. In weeks three or four, we're going to start seeing it get less and less and less um, as we go. But uh, wh- what is it? I hear everybody say it's water weight, but what does that really mean? You're actually losing excess water whenever you 
consume carbs and things of that nature. Carbs hold on to water. So when you start cutting carbs out and reducing your weight uh, and focusing more on protein and things of that nature, your body will shed that excess water, that excess salt, and that's where the excess faster weight comes off in the very beginning. I did see one time they st- uh, an article where they were talking about um, carbs, and they said that one part of a carb, so one molecule, uh, will hold on to two molecules of water. Yes. So if you eat one pound of carbs, you will gain three pounds because you get two pounds. I mean, like, granted, that would be a pound of carbs is a lot of carbs, lot. but but your body will retain that much moisture, right? Yes, it, it's it's a lot. It's so so it is like the old Garfield cartoon where he eats a one pound burger and he steps on the scale and he weighs four or five pounds. Like that's not crazy off. That's actually kind of how that works. Yes, isn't that insane? <laughs> you 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 take in carbs if you already have excess weight and things like that. Then your body will take that. Carbs, carbs is sugar in its simplest form. That's all it is. Whenever you ingest carbs, it doesn't matter if it comes from candy, soda, raw sugar. It doesn't matter. Bread, it all turns to sugar in your body, period. Your body does not do anything else with it but sugar. So when they talk about complex carbs versus not, that just has to do with how fast the sh- it metabolizes into sugar? Correct. Okay. So it's not like it's not sugar. It just... A complex carb takes longer in, in, in to, to break down into a sugar. So a physician that I listen to uh, on a regular basis explains it in the simplest form. And you can look at it this way. A carb, um, when it goes into your body, think of that as kindling in a fire. It burns up very quickly, very hot, very fast. A um, protein molecule is a bigger log on that fire. It still burns kind of fast, but it burns a lot slowly and a lot longer. Mm-hmm. A fat molecule burns very, very slow. It's like green wood. It, it'll it burn very slow, very long, very almost smoldering. Yeah. Interesting. And so I have to basically get through the quick carbs to get to a point where I can burn the fat. Yes. And if you ingest more protein and more fat and cut the carbs out, then your body will switch over to burning fat for energy, which sustains more energy for a longer period of time versus a quick burning carb. Well, and I think the gist of it is that is how the plan that I'm on works. So uh, the plan I work, I use, I, I, I really like it. I've lost a bunch of weight on it before, and I, and I hope it works out this time. It's 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 dieting for dummies. It's they. They have uh, a ton of like snack food items, I'm going to call them, and they call them fuelings, and they're all nutritionally similar. So basically means that the, the protein, the carbs, the uh, vitamins, and all that stuff that's in each one is basically the same as the next. So you can have whatever you want, five of those a day, uh, and you space them out throughout your day. You don't need them all five at once. Um, and then you have a lean and green, which is a vegetable and a protein. Um, and it's a little more complicated than just a vegetable and a protein. There are some, like, fats they want you to add in there and such. I know a lot of times when I was doing it before, I had a fat, so I did end up incorporating, like, butter on vegetables. Not margarine, but, like, real butter and stuff like that to be able to get that fat intake I needed. It's a really cool program. It makes it very, very, very simple. That's one thing I think that diets always screw me up on is... 
the complexity of them. And, sure. and I know some people are like, oh, it's so simple. Like, what, what's the, uh, the, the high fat, high uh, protein one? Um, everybody does keto, Atkins, Ke- keto. A- yeah, keto. Keto always messes me up. It's great diet. I know a lot of people lost a ton of weight on it. I'm not knocking it. But it's like, I talk to people and they're like, oh, it's so simple. You know, you just eat this meats and with the, the, the steak with this fat, and then you eat the chicken and you add on butter and, and olive oil to it to get more fat out of it. And you do this. And then, then it's like, you know, you get the bacon fried shrimp and you put it in your air fryer. And then, you, and I'm like, this is starting to get complicated. Like, all of a sudden, it's. It starts out simple, but if you want some diversity, it starts to get like kind of difficult. You actually have to do more cooking and more prep work and everything. You have to really think hard about what you're going to do for the day because you can't just roll up into McDonald's, or it's not easy right. to roll up into McDonald's and get. You you got to plan ahead. Exactly. Yeah. So they have so much. I want to highlight it each 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 week. I'm going to highlight one different uh, fueling they have. Um, and so you pick up five of those. Um, eat them throughout the day. Easy. You can throw them in a, in a work box and go to work and yeah. eat them throughout your day. There are options, and they're all nutritionally similar, so you can kind of do what you want. The 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 company's called Octavia. That's it's by Metafast. If you've heard of Metafast, they're huge. Um, Octavia is the program I use. It's it's five and one. Like I said, five uh, fuelings, one lean and green, and this one is cheesy buttermilk cheddar mac and cheese. It's 110 calories, 11 grams of protein, and one and a half grams of fat. Um, and it's simple. Add some water, microwave it, stir it up, microwave it, eat. You're good to go. Good to go. It's one thing I love. It's pre-portioned. You know, it's funny when you start this program, you look at this and you go, that's not a lot of food. And then you eat five times a day and all of a sudden, like day two or three, you're like, it's a lot of food. How do I force myself to eat this much? But it forces your body to get the nutrients it needs when it needs it. It doesn't give you any excess, but it keeps you keeps you kind of right at full. Right when you're like, oh, I'm starting to drag, that's when my phone usually goes off and goes, right. time, for, time for a fueling. Right. So I, I really like this program. This is what I'm going to choose to use. Uh, this will be um, the fueling I'm highlighting this week. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens. I'm um, excited for you. I will I'm act- excited for you, too. Uh, my commitment is to be honest. Look, if yeah. I screw up, if I have a bad week, if something goes wrong and, and – I'm not able to do what I thought I could do or, or something. I'm going to be honest sure. with y'all. But, uh, you know, losing weight's a, a journey, and uh, I can't wait to go on it with all of y'all. And, and you know that we're going to hold you accountable here. The, the, the five of us here in this room are going to hold you accountable. Yes. But you know that those people out there watching, oh, they're going to blow up the comments if you don't, don't, oh, don't I know. do something. They're I know. They're going to blow it up. I know. I also want to clarify one thing. Okay. This is not a sponsored thing this is not an advertisement for Octavia. oh yes that's absolutely correct we gotta yeah. make sure we clarify that this is not an ad yes this is you paying for these things yourself i'm absolutely paying for this out of my pocket um if you are interested in doing what i'm doing i'm gonna i suggest the person that i use but i'm not getting any money off this right. i don't have any uh, anything more than this is a program that worked for me and a bunch of my friends and i want to share it if you're like uh, that sounds like a scam. I don't want to do it. That's fine. Don't. Yeah, don't. I, I really, sure. I really don't want y'all to think anything more than um, it's, it's a program that works for me. And if it didn't work for me, or if I hadn't tried it, I wouldn't want to talk about it. And I want, you know, others as we go along this journey. If you have something that works for you, um, if you've done something before in the past, like let us know. We t- we'll talk yeah, about it. Share it in the comments. Share it in the uh, com- shoot us an email at. 
theanimatepodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. You know. We'd, we'd be very happy to talk about it. Let's see what works for you. Um, you know, one thing that most, not most, but 50% of Americans have in common is a little, little bit of obesity. Yeah. And yeah. I'm right there in the middle of it. Um, Eric, I don't want to hear a word out of you. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, as I adjust my shirt, <laughs> are y'all doing it? Um, so, anyways, I think it'll be really, really good. I, I think I'm, I'm proud of you for doing it, and uh, I think it'll be good, as well as everybody out there to uh, join along with you in your journey if they would like to, and. Yeah, I think it'll be a, a really, really good thing. I think so, too. Absolutely. And if you don't want to join, if you want to lose some weight, but you don't want to do what I'm doing, but you want to go along with me, start it now. When you're listening to this, yeah. this, this podcast, yeah. start it now. Look at that other person in the truck with you, or at home with you, and say, let's do it. Let's do the Atkins. Let's do Octavia. Let's do Keto. Keto. Let's do uh, Intermittent Fasting. Yeah. Melissa was just sharing with us a news article but right before the podcast uh, started about loves, uh, truck stops, and things that were happening with them. And it was pretty exciting. You know, we do cover a lot of truck stop <laughs> news on this channel. Sure. And um, because it affects so many truckers, and especially when it's loves, which is our uh, primary fuel provider at High Fuel Trucking, and they are by far our, our best discounts, and, and they really treat our drivers well. Um, so what were they saying in the article? Um, it sounds like they're turning 60 years old, and they're um, building 20 to 5 to 30 new stores in 2024, I think is what I read. Wow, that's awesome. I know. They, so. they, they also have plans to remodel um, 35 to 40 new stores this year as well. So they're not only are they building 25 to 30 new stores, they're remodeling a bunch of stores, uh, and they have possibly plans to completely rebuild four stores. That's Amarillo. So, that's a lot of yeah. growth. You know, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no disrespect, loves, but yeah. that's Amarillo. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen them do that. That's pretty interesting. I, it, it, I like the one, too, where loves will just build a truck stop right across the street. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then you're like, oh, that's the new one. And then yeah. they leave the other one open. Right. Um, I've seen them do that, too. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's so funny, too, when they do that because you can really see – the old loves versus yeah. the new loves, right. and boy, they've Big come difference. a long way. Yeah. I also love, we saw this on our uh, way back from Georgia. They were building a new loves, and loves always does this, and I love they do it. The very first thing they build, whenever they build a loves, is the cover over the gas pumps, and they wrap it in loves, and it's finished. Yeah. The finished Done. awning. Then they build everything, everything else. else. Yeah. So you know <laughs> what's going that's there? a loves there. Yes, like, wow, that's what interesting. A, what, a great, yeah. uh, what a great advertisement. And also the TA is open finally in Kentucky that they've been building for really? like two years. Really? Yeah. Wow, the one that's just south of uh, Florence? That's the one. Wow. So that was pretty cool to see. I did, in the article, I did read one thing, and it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about with weight loss. They're talking about how they're partnering with driver-centric companies that the, that the drivers really seem to love and really promote um, the drivers and all this stuff. And one of the ones they mentioned is Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm like, <laughs> that's frustrating. <laughs> I was really hoping, oh, really wow. hoping they would be like, we're going to get some more fresh food, some more wholesome food in there. And it's like, or some donuts. Little, right. I mean, I do love me some Dunkin' Donuts. Don't get me wrong. Not anymore. But uh, it's just like, oh, I get it. But I wish sure. we could see some some healthier options. Well, I mean, there, I, there is a quote here. It says, uh Additionally, loves releasing new and revamped store items, including fresh and packaged foods, in response to customer feedback. 
In the very next paragraph, it says, it's also working closely with brand partners such as Dunkin' Donuts. So yeah, you know, I, I, I read right over that. They're, 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 <laughs> but they're, they're looking at, at catering to everyone. It's those balance, who want right? fresh and those who want Dunkin'. It's all about balance. Not that balance. Dunkin's not fresh, just a little bit different. It's all balance. It's all about balance. Yeah. It's all about balance. Truckers are going to chuck. You know, they're going to want their Dunkin' Donuts and their coffee, and and, and they're gonna, others are going to want a, a salad or a sandwich that they can pick up and grab and go. So. Absolutely. The other thing I saw that was kind of interesting is Loves is talking about uh, – Building more into the electrical electric truck yeah. uh, infrastructure, infrastructure. Yeah. and I think twenty nine stores are going to be getting um, electrical hookups for trucks. So wow. um, it's kind of interesting to see uh, what's happening there. It, it's one of those things too that I think is neat. Where it's like, how do I put this nicely? You see people say like, "Well, how are they going to pull this off?" And then slowly but steadily sure. starts happening, and it's like, oh. That's how they're going to pull that off. Yeah. I want to um, be in the parking lot with my popcorn. It's already crazy at parking peak times, but oh, yeah. if there's only 10 of those yeah, <laughs> and, spots. And, there, and, and, and there's uh, diesel trucks parked in them because that's all they have, they oh! have to park. It's going to happen. There's got to be a way. They're going to have a way to monitor that. There's got to be ways to do it other than... Um, other than just having like a docking station, like you would have at a uh, a Tesla station or something, there's got to be something else. Yeah, I I, I just was teasing though. Yeah. I mean, you're limiting spaces. I realize that there's not a lot of electric trucks currently on the road. That, yeah. but when that time does come, I think that might be a fun show to go sit and watch. Absolutely, and I'm sure they're going to do them in places where they know they have electric truck oh, customers. Sure. sure, sure. Like, I don't foresee. Columbus, Ohio, getting one anytime soon. There's right. not going to be one at Obets. Right. Um, right. But, you know, I can see something out in the West Coast probably getting sure. it or, or what have you. Um, but it, it's very cool. They're going to add um, 1,500 to 2,000 parking spots throughout all these, is wow, what they were saying. Awesome. Going to put them close to 50,000 parking spots. Between all of their. It's a lot. Yeah. It's wow. a, lot, a lot of spaces. A lot of spots. A lot of spaces. But, um, and you still won't be able to find Interesting. One. He's still in the I was about to say, still seven of them poured out in Louisiana. Yeah, right. Oh, they've come a long way. They've come so so far. I mean, we've said it before. We've covered this topic back when Tom Love passed away, and uh, yeah. now they're turning 60, and they've got a billion-dollar expansion program, program and everything. I mean, I remember them when they were just a horrible truck stop with an Arby's, and now they're really admired company. It's yeah. just yeah. It's really amazing are. how they've been able they really to are. change um, their outlook. Yeah, so there's been some updates on the Yellow Freight situation. We still want to kind of let people know about that. YRC, um, they, there's been the bankruptcy proceedings are going on. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, nobody bought everything that, like, they were originally bidding for no, but they they broken it up into chunks at, they have, in the auction. Absolutely, uh, um, it, it's interesting to drive by the yellow yard, the yellow yard here in Columbus. It's, it's um, a tongue twister. It, it's we went on on high field at sea on the cruise, and that yard was packed full of trucks and trailers, packed tractors and trailers. Uh, we come back and it's empty. Not a truck in there. Not, not a trailer a truck in there. A trailer, not nothing. a man truck. Not, not nothing. A, a, a yard dog. Nothing. Nothing. Completely empty. Just just the buildings. It, it's, it was every bay, to see every, how fast that happened. Every bay door's open. Wide there's open. not a single thing on nope. anything. Like I don't think there's coffee machines in there. I don't think there's desks. It is white. They've cleared it out. It yep. was it was pretty fast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so, so now what does, at least for our location, 
is that going to be built for like residential now or so yes we don't know yet yes we don't know yet there's there's been some buyers and i apologize i don't have the information here in front of me i thought i did but i don't um and we'll we'll talk about it next week but there have been some buyers that have been buying uh chunks of this land so they're not 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 one place multiple locations multiple locations Chunks of their portfolio. Yeah. So uh, that one thing Yellow did have in its favor uh, that helped them through the bankruptcy is they're tons of property. They're big landowners. So they were able to break up a lot of that and help pay off their debt. You're, you're seeing big companies coming in by like 100 locations, not just like the one in Albuquerque got sold. Like, so oh, um, see. I haven't seen lists yet of what those locations are, but I will look and see if we can find where those are, who's buying what. Um because I am curious, the, yeah, like too. like the one in, in Columbus is ideal for anything. Like it's interstate frontage, it's right off the highway. Yeah. Sure. Uh, is it going to be another YRC terminal? Is it going to become a apartment complex? There's a huge apartment complex right next to it. Um, it's kind of in a weird area where it's on the boundary of residential and industry, and uh, I'm very curious what's going to happen to that that piece of property. Yeah. Yeah, and if it's already gone, it's already been sold, or what? Because right. it's not just yeah. trucking companies that are buying those; it's it's land development companies that are buying those portfolios. Right. So, um, I think Ritchie Brothers got all the trailers and tractors to auction off. Oh, really? I believe they're the ones that are going to be doing it. I mean, they didn't buy them; they're just going to be no, auctioning but they're them aux- off. doing the auction yeah, process. They got selected to do the auction process. So. Interesting. I was I was wondering where they all went to so fast. Yeah, you know, I haven't driven by our Ritchie Brothers yard. Uh, we have one that's. Maybe twenty minutes away from ours. More of forty-five minutes away. Oh, yeah, out I seventy. Yeah, yeah, out uh, by uh, the Luz in Springfield. I'm yeah. curious. If it, I'm curious if it's just full of yeah. YRC stuff, or if they're spreading them around. It's a lot of trucks. A lot of trucks. A lot, a lot, of, trailers. lot of trailers. A ton of trailers. Yeah, it'd be interesting to go there and just watch them just cattle call through the <laughs> through the auction. There's so many they can't be wasting any time. None. But that's so much fun Who to buys watch those, those auctions. Anybody? Sure, you can go buy one if you, you want to. Buy, yeah. Oh, so it's open to the public? Yeah. Got to have cash. Of course. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. My charm won't work. Unfortunately. No. 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 Unfortunately. But they'll go They'll go for all prices and they'll go everywhere. Yeah. You'll see them just like all over the country, all over. Wow. All over the world. Like I said, originally, your old ones, they're all going to head down to Mexico, yeah. most likely. Um, your newer ones are going to stay here stateside. Sure. Your new, new, new ones are probably going to head out towards the West Coast. Like, it's... um. So does this Ritchie Brothers actually buy the trucks and then they turn around and auction them? No. Nope. They actually are just an auction house. So they will send, uh, they'll collect all the trucks, put them on their property, and then they'll do the auction. Um, they collect their fee, and they collect it on both sides. Yeah, so seller and buyer. The seller and the buyer. So when you buy it, like you say you buy a tractor at, at $5,000 or whatever it is, let's say it's an old one, um, they'll have a premium, so it'll be like 10% premium. So you'll buy it for five thousand, and then you'll pay fifty five hundred because five hundred of it goes to Richie Brothers, five thousand goes towards the seller for what you actually bought it for. Then it flips, and when they actually go to pay the seller, they're going to tell the seller, or they're already having their contract. You're paying us ten percent or twenty percent of your proceeds, so they get another five hundred dollars. So they made a thousand dollars off wow. the tractor, um, and the seller made forty five hundred and. You paid fifty five hundred, so they they split those fees up that way. And it could be anything. It could be depending on how demand the product is. They could do a fifteen twenty percent. They could do five percent uh, seller or a uh, buyer fee. They could do on the back side. They can uh, on the on the seller side. 
they can do that fee anywhere. It, it's it's pretty varied. It just depends on how yeah how um popular and in demand that particular item is. Sure. Um, from an operational standpoint, um, do they maintain the trucks? Do, like, are they running vehicles, or you're not? At Richie Brothers, yeah. These, these generally yellow... speaking, those auctions are as where as is where is. Yeah. So you're buying it as is, oh, and where it sits, and it's your responsibility to get, get it off their lot. Now, they most auctions will generally have um, a a uh, preview period, where a, a block of time yeah. where you can go and look at and inspect these things. Oh, right. I was the 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 team I sat to I seated today actually used to work for a company that refurbished trailers for the big players, the UPSs, uh, FedEx, Old Dominion, that kind of thing. And his job was to go through and make those trailers roadworthy. Yeah. Where he had, if he had to rewire something, reroute uh, air hoses, that type of thing, that's what he did. So potentially these, these whoever's buying these trailers is going to have somebody do something like that with it. When they get it on their facility, they're going to go through and, and make it roadworthy. I was just thinking from an operational standpoint, that's a lot of uh, winter additive to make sure none of those trucks are they're freezing not doing any yeah, they're not doing that, that you're jumping them all the time and the fueling of them and they're not doing, they're not any, doing that. any of that nope. no they're, they're not doing that you show up and if they've got to jump it off for you they jump it off for you yeah hmm. interesting yeah been there done that yep and, huh. and 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 we have some first-hand knowledge because we have bought um we've talked about it before on the show we've talked about buying repossessed trucks right and then we'll take them and we'll flip them and we'll get them all ready for new teams and such. A lot of those like uh, banks will contract with Richie Brothers, so you'll see a truck on their lot, but it's not for auction. It's for that bank to sell, um, and they're just holding on to it for them. And so we've gone there and picked them up before. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had a couple experiences. The one in Ohio, um, I've had a couple different experiences with it. I've been there before where they like bring a jump box and a and a and a jug of fuel because you'll need it to get the truck out of here. Yeah. I've had other experiences where I've showed up, told them what I was coming here for, and then I'll get out there and the truck's running, waiting on me. So wow. it kind of depends on who's working in the yard that day. Yeah. Um, but as is, where is, is very much that. It, it, they're not guaranteeing it'll ever run. I mean, the, you, a lot of people buy equipment that doesn't run, then they'll send a wrecker out there to go pick the truck up, and they'll wreck it back to the, or bring it back to their facility on a wrecker, and then they'll go in and fix it, and they'll save tons of money. By doing that, it, it, there's no guarantees on it. What an interesting business. Yep. And it's cool because they, they, they do the, you know, everything from 18-wheelers and trailers and straight trucks to, like, Penske and Ryder get rid of a lot mm -hmm. of their equipment there. Um, school, you go in there and see excavators and large construction yeah. equipment. Mining oh, equipment, yeah. depending yeah. on where you're at. Yep. Cranes. You're going to get started in the crane business. Yeah. Go to Ritchie Brothers, buy some cranes. This has been Auction Talk with the Auto Belt Podcast. <laughs> I just think it's a really unique business. I, I didn't realize all it that. It really is. It truly really is. is. Makes yeah. sense. As is, where is. Yep. yep. So. Well, I've enjoyed this with y'all. Um, I cannot wait till next week's show. Be a little more less stressful. We were kind of running around with our heads cut off, getting all the wires run, and cameras and angles and all this stuff today. But... Um, it, we can put it together, pull it's, it off. It's been a lot of fun. I miss this. Yeah, I do miss this too. I do. I really do. Um, there's you don't know this is our therapy. Jerry has to edit out crying and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, this is fun. I look forward to it, having everybody on camera and talking to all y'all. This is not a just the Patrick and Vince show anymore. Now it's it's the family show. It's it's all of us. So I think it's gonna be fun. I, I really do look forward to what this season has in store for us. I do too. Is there anything we need to tell the audience before we leave? Don't leave money yet. No, that's not time for that yet, is it? <laughs>
Could be. No. Don't leave money on the table. Anything coming up? Anything coming up? I don't uh, know. Th- I, we don't have dates for Expo yet. We, we don't. don't. Ha- um, Matt's, I don't think we're going to be going this year. Or if we do, it'll just be like one or two people. But we can let folks know about Matt's. Yeah. Coming Mid- up in, in the end of, end of March. Absolutely. Mid-America um, Truck Show is coming yeah. up uh, March 21st. 21st through 24th? 23rd. 3rd? March 21st to the 23rd is the Mid-America Truck Show happening out in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, that's a good show to go to if you just like trucks, especially when yeah. you crawl around in some big sleeper trucks. And you see a lot of people in the industry. Um, a bunch of carriers are going to be out there. Um, it, it's I like all the extras. Yes. Like the things you can add to a truck. Yeah, all right. the chrome. The bling, and the, and yeah, the whatever, sure. you know. And they sure. have lots of lots of giveaways. They have lots of uh Stuff you can purchase, like bring some cash. You can right. buy uh, all all kinds of cool stuff. I can't even. I mean, it's just crazy amount of stuff. They're everything. Everything. Um, and it most of it's trucking related. Some's not, but most of it is. So it's it's a great time. I encourage people to go uh, experience Matt Swans. I think everybody needs to go experience Matt Swans. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. It is a really cool place to be. It's not industry specific like ours is. It's trucking broad. So you'll see dump trucks. You'll see low boys. You'll see. So you'll see box trucks. You'll yeah. see. Uh, Penske will be out there. Like it'll just be everybody. It's a good time if you get a chance to go. Uh, I wouldn't maybe go completely out of my way to go there, but if you happen to be in the area, definitely take a chance or take a uh, time to go see you there. Oh, if you register before February tenth, so I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but if you register before February tenth, it's free. If you do after that, it's ten dollars. Um, and they do have free truck parking out there as well. They do have free truck parking yeah, out there with yeah. shuttles back and forth from the truck parking to the halls. Absolutely. That's so, cool. Yeah. Yep. Show suggestions. If you've got ideas for things that are ideas or thoughts or things <laughs> you want to learn about, I thought he meant like, free. yeah. Uh, if you got TV shows that you watch uh, on Netflix or something that you want to share, I share highly, those with us. I highly recommend. Uh, I can't think of a show right now. Save my life, yeah. Monk. If you haven't seen Monk, it's oh, Monk very, is a great it's show. Very, it's very fun. Yeah. Kid friendly. Um, yeah. Uh, be sure to check out Expedite Chicks be sure to check out Nick and Carla be sure to check out Expedite Boogie be sure to check out The Real Trucker Couple couple. be sure to go check out Truck and Travel check out Expire uh, our uh, Lookshare Expediting Adventures they're about to put something out Expedite Chicks did we say that already? go support these channels they put out excellent content some of them not very often (laughs) uh, but they do put out excellent content like and subscribe. Uh, hit all the buttons you see on your screen yes, right now. Um, leave comments. Please share us with your friends and family. Leave us reviews on your favorite podcast app as well. Absolutely. So we as a podcast, audio only. If you're interested in joining the Highfield family, check us out on our website at www.highfieldtrucking.com. Send us a message over there. Melissa would love to chat with you. And, um, or Delina. Or, or Kayla. Or Kayla. Or Kayla. Or, or me. Or if Jerry. you're yeah. typing. Yeah. So one of us would love to chat with you. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you if you if you uh don't get a hold of one of us, we'll call you back shortly. Someone's available. Yeah. Someone will yeah. be available, yeah. I promise yeah. you. What are the times? Monday through Friday from eight AM to six PM Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Yes. If you want to call at three AM you can. People do it all the time. We will not answer. Yeah. No. <laughs> You'll get a very pleasant voicemail. Not recruiting. And a return phone call. Yes. At eight AM. And at even an automated text message telling you that we will call you back during our business hours. Absolutely. But uh we appreciate y'all hanging out with us. This is a lot of fun. Uh I'm excited. I'm excited too. Season two is gonna be epic. Love the new setup. I do too. I love it. I'm getting slippers. Eric, what are your thoughts? All right. Tell me all your thoughts on (laughs) studio.
It does need a plant or something. It needs something. something. I keep maybe looking I'll, at it and maybe I'm like. a holiday thing for each holiday. I could do that. Okay. Like All right. Valentine's Day and King, oh, King nice. Day. Same. King Day. Well, you missed that one already. I know. I'll have to shoot for next year. I don't know. I just right, need something. Oh, everybody, y'all have a great night or a great day or great whatever it is, wherever you're at watching this on whatever you're watching it on. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? That was a mouthful. <laughs> I couldn't do that again to save my life. Oh. I felt like a long way around. Okay. Make good decisions. Y'all make good decisions and stay safe. Don't leave money on the table. And keep those wheels a-turning. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>